discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. Well, Red Walker thought it might be time to step away. Just a couple short years ago, the recording artist was feeling the conflict between the business of music and his ministry more than ever and wondering if God was calling him to find a second act, to leave music behind. So he moved his family from Music City in Nashville back to his hometown, and he put out one more single called Believer. Now that track became one of the top songs of 2020 and coincided with God's gift of a fresh purpose and a reassurance that Rhett was exactly where God wanted him to be. We'll go inside the story, the latest music, including the impossibly effervescent gospel song, and share encouragement with Rhett Walker today on the road. Welcome back to the show, and how's the day looking for you, good man? I understand it's been just a bit interesting, really. Yeah, today has been uh, crazy because we're building, selling, and I'm on the road now that things are starting to open back up, and it's all happening at once. So <laughs> between running to Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, and all the stores to uh, finding out my lock was broke at the storage unit, it's it's already been a day. But, oh. you know, I remember growing up when all the, the old men sitting around the gas station would say, like, how you doing this morning in there? And they go, hey, I'm alive, breathing, and God is good. Hey. And I remember always thinking, what an old thing to say. Until now, I'm 34, and I'm like, dude, I get it. God is good, and we're alive and breathing. So, Oh, man. Well, what you said uh, when we when you picked up the phone was something I don't think I've ever heard a guest say before. I believe you said, yeah, I just got off the phone with the locksmith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had to get a... Uh, you know, the locksmith, but then when it's at a storage unit, I guess you can't just roll up with a locksmith. Mm. Like you have to go through, you know, security protocol with the people <laughs> there. Cause I guess anybody could just be like, I own this storage unit. So <laughs> it was a whole debacle. I had to prove who I was, you know, but it's all handled now and it's locked up and I'm never telling anybody where it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you are Rep Walker, can you actually provide proof of identity by singing for somebody? Is that something that they would accept or maybe not so much? Probably not so much. <laughs> Although I'd give anything if TSA would accept that. I could just <laughs> sing something as I fly through airport security. Uh, brother. Well, let's talk about gospel song. I mean, this is one of the catchiest just most rollicking songs that I've heard in a long time. And I promise I'm not just trying to suck up when I say this. I mean, the soundscape of this song, it gets in your head and you're not mad because it's so good. How did you find this tune and, and this sound? Yeah, man, honestly, me and a guy named Jeff Pardo wrote this song together. And me and Jeff, we've written numerous songs. As a matter of fact, I wrote When Mercy Found Me with him. He was one of the first big songwriters I wrote with in Nashville. And so we were, hang, man, hanging out, or maybe we were supposed to write. I can't remember. And we were just talking about how cool it is that, you know, God has put a vision on our life to go out and share the gospel. And we get to do it in, with this platform of being, you know, the platform being music. 
Um, there's a lot of people that are called to go out as one, the great commission, but also God's put a, you know, a vision on their heart where they're overseas and they're, they're eating nasty food and, you know, no air conditioner. And I was like, we get to like stand on stage and have the time of our life. How great is God that, you know, we get to do this. Mm. But then it kind of led us just to, you know, the simple gospel that even in, you know, the weirdest, you know, missionary type work you could do, God is good. And you always get to hear these stories about lives being turned around and, you know, hearts being redeemed and, and these joyful stories, which brought us back to the old Sunday school idea of our joy is not found in this world. It's only in Jesus. And so even if it's 2020, a pandemic, um, sickness, you know, whatever it may be, we can still stand and walk in joy. Now, it might be difficult. It might be hard, but we we find joy in Jesus, not in anything else. So mm. we tried to, like, keep it simple and put that to music and hopefully, you know, make people want to dance and, and praise Jesus. I love the way it starts. I could listen to my heart. I could listen to the world. I could listen to my problems. <laughs> but what I think I need to hear nice and loud and crystal clear is about the one who's going to solve them. Yeah, and this, I, man, this is the battle we're all fighting, right? I mean, maybe more, like you said, in recent months, maybe than ever. Yeah, and I just think there's a there's a lot of noise out there, you know, and it's, um, I don't even think it's more now than ever, you know, some people say that. I just think there's just noise out there, and there's something always competing for your attention. And a lot of times, that's the enemy, whispering those those lies of you'll never be this or you can never, you know, be this type of spouse or this type of parent and we, or whatever it may be that someone's struggling with listening to right now. But we spend so much time on that and we circle in that and we walk in that trying to argue with it. We don't argue with those things. Like we, we combat it with, with worship, whether that's reading scripture or prayer or sometimes turning up a gospel song as loud as you possibly can in your car. And so, you know, it, it's a reminder for me and my wife and my kids and, and our friends. And so hopefully it's a, a reminder as people hear it in their car going down the road. Man, that is the voice of Mr. Rep Walker, fresh off an encounter with the locksmith. <laughs> <laughs> today on the road red is the recording artist behind hits like believer when mercy found me in his latest gospel song uh, later on there was another group of lyrics that just really catches me every time i listen to this song you say i was dead and brought to life by the power of my savior but if i'm being real with you sometimes i forget it's true i could use a reminder and I mean, we do forget, don't we? It's the central truth of our lives, really the world, but we're human. And so we forget the important things all the time. Yeah, we do. I mean, look, we, we forget about it when we're literally physically at church. Yep. Like we show up for one thing and that's communion with our brothers and sisters lifting up the name of Jesus. And sometimes we can be the worst humans at church. My, uh, I know I can be the worst human at church, especially when I get hangry. And all I want is chips and salsa after the pastor <laughs> finally finishes up. And the pastor is my dad. So I'm in the back like, come on, dad. Like, let's go get chips and salsa. Um, but it's easy, you know, to to forget that we're all humans and it's not Jesus 
it's human that that forget the the truth of the gospel and we let our soul or we let our flesh get the best of us sometimes but um i wrote that part of the song just as really that reminder like let's let's remember it's not jesus in the church like we're the church and we mess it up because we're humans um but that's what grace and forgiveness is for and we continue to walk in that that truth even after we frustrate people or we get hangry and just need chips and dip <laughs> i think that last part deserves to be on a plaque hanging somewhere really <laughs> Though, I was really excited to ask you about this. This is kind of a countercultural move that you make. A couple of years ago, you leave Music City, you leave Nashville, move back to your hometown. And is this right? You were actually thinking about leaving music itself at that point. Yeah, I, I was. Um, and here's, here's a long story short. Uh, when Mercy found me coming to the river, you know, when Mercy found me got nominated for a Grammy. And it was my first song I'd ever put out in 2012. And we hit the road. Um, and, you know, I was I was 24 years old at the time. And so you don't leave money on the table. Where You know, this is my ministry, but it's still my business and how I support my wife and my kids. Um, and I just was young and was like, man, if I don't take this show, what if I never get another one? You know, you work hard. And what I did, what I actually ended up doing was not stewarding what God had given me very well and so i ended up tired exhausted and if a tour didn't work if a show didn't work if a song didn't work radio didn't play you know there was always someone i could point to and be like oh it's their fault and it was never no rep maybe you should take a step back breathe make sure you're in your word and and attending church and being with the local body because traveling and touring i didn't get to go to church often i was usually the one leading church somewhere and so I finally just got so tired and frustrated. I was like, I've got to step out of music. Um, but God, I can't because I love it. And I feel this is what I'm called to do. And so we put out Believer in 2019, May. And it was a slow start with Believer. And I was like, okay, maybe this is God, you know, giving me that out saying, all right, Rhett, look. If I have to force you out of this, because, you know, in my own head, I'm going, I'm still young enough. I can start another career and be able to retire somewhere. Hmm. And I was just, I was searching for all the answers before just hitting my knees and asking Jesus to give them to me. But I had this little thing. I was like, God, you got to, you got to end it for me. And Believer is taking forever. And I told my wife, I said, look, if Believer doesn't hit, like with radio, by the end of this year, I'm going to take that as a sign from God and step out. Whether it was going to be a sign from God or not, I'd kind of made up my mind like us humans do sometimes. And <laughs> uh, I stepped back, and in October, like it was, I think, by October of that year, I think it was like top 15, yeah. and it wasn't slowing down. And it was it just started picking up. And then that, so I was like, okay. And then by the end of that year, and going in 2020, that song was top five for like 28 weeks in a row. It was the biggest charting song of my career. And I was like, okay, I guess God is saying, no, I'm not done with you here. But you got to remember, prioritize how you do this. And so, you know, I really did step back and go, and in the middle of that, we had moved here. Um, and I was like, you know what, God, I want to do this 
the way you want it to be done, not the way Rhett thinks it needs to be done. Because I'm a product of the South, so if a door's locked, I kick it in, you keep moving, you work hard, you hustle all the time. And all of those are good attributes as long as they're focused. And I think God was like, hey, you need to quit trying to get ahead of me and let me give you the words to sing. Let me give you the songs and melodies to, to sing. And so that's what I've done. You know, Believer, watching Believer and God take that song further than I myself could have ever taken it was was life-changing to go, oh, yeah, it's so easy we forget God doesn't need me. I'm just a vessel that he's chosen to use. Ooh. So I'm going to step back and let God do it. And I've had a blast. I've had more fun doing music now than I ever have um, because I've been able to step back and go, God, what's next? Like what? What's next for this season? So, man, that's what we're doing now. Man, that is a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. There's just so much encouragement in that. I really appreciate you sharing that. Thank you. Yeah, man. I I was reminded just listening to you talk about that of a few other stories that artists have shared here on the road before, and I remember, I think it was Jordan Feliz telling us about sitting in one of the meetings with uh, some of the marketers of his music and they were literally going through the song (laughs) piece by piece saying, okay, this hook is going to appeal to this segment. This bridge is going to appeal to another segment. Do you think you could put in there something that will appeal to this micro segment of people and the pressures that are on you guys? I mean, I don't think we really understand, but it's real, isn't it? I mean, as you said, it's the intersection of business and ministry, but man, it, it's got to be challenging to keep the focus where it's supposed to be. Yeah, it really, really is. And, you know, one thing that that I've always said to any young artist um, coming up, one, you got to do this because you feel called to this and you love this. Like if, if it's for anything, if it's for fame, it's for, if it's to get this many followers on Instagram, like it's just not going to work because it's got to be ministry first, you know. And then you've got to sing your soul. You can't sing someone else's. Like God has given you a story, you know, do that. And I think if you focus on those things, it will always point back to why you do it. And I think it's just a lot of people get a lot of yes people around them Mm. and they don't have anybody going, whoa, whoa, are we doing this for you or for ministry? And so it's a hard line to walk and I'm guilty of, falling on both sides, being too ministry minded that, you know, I'm no earthly good. <laughs> and <laughs> and sometimes being just too business minded that there ain't an ounce of ministry in it other than the fact I said Jesus one time. Mm. And so I, you know, it's a struggle that I think everybody has to walk and, and, you know, it's not as black and white as say being a pastor, but wow. for me, you know, it's faith, family, freedom, and I'm not leaving my house with my wife and kids at home to go just be background music for people. I want to go tell people about grace, redemption, love, and joy, or I'd rather stay at the home and mow grass for a living. <laughs> Is that what you would have done if uh, if Believer hadn't left up the charts? Is, would you have been a professional landscaper, you think? <laughs> I love landscaping yes. so much. And so, and I, I mean, I get nerdy. Like I'm, I get with like nitrogen, how much of this, what I'm putting on my grass. Oh. I love a good striped yard. So I would have, oh, honestly, I would have, you know, yeah, probably owned the landscaping business. 
So you're probably one of the people you go to the Major League Baseball game and you spend most of your time just staring at how beautiful the cut grass is. 100%. 100%. And, you know, funny enough, my favorite type of mower is a walker. So. Oh, that's your yep, last the yellow, name. I see. I mow the White House with. <laughs> yeah, I know too much about this stuff. <laughs> no, no, actually, somewhere, I think second cousins on one side of the family invented a type of mower for me as well. So it runs in the blood for me. So I understand you very well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably weren't anticipating spending quite this much time in the interviews talking about mowing, but I'm glad we did. It was very exciting. Now, you mentioned your family and the sacrifice of going out on the road. I wonder, you know, over the past year and a half, the uniqueness uh. of spending so much time with our loved ones because in many cases we had no other choice. Does that experience in any way reshape or inform the way that you approach a, a return to normal life and a touring schedule, so to speak? hundred um, percent. We, first of all, we, we, our family plan was this. Let's not look back at 2020 with the, I wish I would have. We have time to play all those games. My kids want to play. We have time to, you know, build a fort in the woods. Go. I love trails. Like I just like to be outside. And so, I use this app called the All Trails app, and you can find, like, if it's family-friendly, if it's pet-friendly, like, you know, this kind of thing. And so we hit up all the trails. You have the time to dive into Scripture. You know, so many people are like, oh, man, if I had more time, I'd have read, you know, the Bible in a year. But, you know, all I got is my 15 minutes or whatever. You got, hey, Hoss, you got the time now. Sit back. There ain't nothing open. But your Bible can be open. And then you got the time to date your spouse. You know, everything might have been closed, but man, it, it calls for a more closeness with your spouse to come up with date night ideas. Um, there's a, a game that is like a bunch of little dots and squares, and you, you can only move do one line at a time, and then whenever you make a square, you put your initials in it. My grandma was amazing at that game. Yeah. And one night for our date night, I set up the... Uh, computer in the garage it was like fall of 2020 so the computer in the garage it wasn't too hot and like turned on a tv show and then i had in chalk on the garage those little circles <laughs> so we put the kids to bed and me and my wife just went in the garage and like played games and did like a board game date night but mm. like kind of creative you know on the garage yeah um but it just we it drew us all closer. Every family aspect, from the trails to the dates, you know, like just finding very specific things to do with our family, and then family worship nights. Well, when we got done with twenty twenty, and now it's twenty one, and the calendar starts to fill up, like we miss that. Like we miss that opportunity to do that. And so we're we've actually chose we're gonna. My family's jumping on the bus, and so. They have been a lot of places with me this year already. Like we went up to, we jumped on the bus a couple weeks back, went up to Liberty University and um, got to go play on their football field with <laughs> Coach Breeze. And, you know, the kids have just loved it because we realized like we'd rather just be together than apart. And so if yeah. we can make it happen, we're making it happen. 
Mr. Red Walker with us today on Faith Radio's On the Road, the recording artist behind hits like Believer, When Mercy Found Me, in his latest gospel song. You know, such a fascinating situation for you when you tour all across the country. You're surrounded by these incredibly talented people, your fellow artists, and you perform together, you watch them perform after you perform, and you do life together. They're on a bus in many cases. I wonder, as you look back, such a huge question, but can you pinpoint a couple things that you've really learned, whether as a musician or just as a man, uh, from another artist? Hmm. Um, I would say, honestly, Bart from Mercy Me um, has always been top-notch in my book. Um, we did the road show with them, and not only did they own the road show, but they were headlining the road show. And I mean, there wasn't a song they played that the arena didn't know, as <laughs> most of y'all know. If you've ever heard of a little band called Mercy Me, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can only imagine that you have. Um, and so, you know, just rock stars. Yeah. But the intentionality of bar and you know especially mike um, one of the guitar players like they would spend so much time with the opening acts and this was 2013 i'd been going a year i was lights up like they didn't even turn the lights off in the arena for me like i was playing while people were coming in like it was like you know what we're gonna make this as not cool as possible i had four (laughs) songs that was it, you know, yeah. and I was merch only on the tour. Like, whatever yeah. I sold the merch got me to the next city. And the amount of time that Bart and, and that band and Mike spent with me and my guys, like, just loving on us, making us feel like like we, we could have been playing right before them, you know, like, they made us feel like that. Um, then next thing I knew, like, some of the crew guys that they had hired we're unloading our trailer, setting up our gear. And I just remember thinking at 24 years old, 25 years old going, I want to make sure I never lose that intentionality. Like I want to be intentional with every move. Bart is probably missing his wife, missing his kids, but he's, God has them here right now. And so he's not hanging on a bus till showtime. Like he's out loving on people and, and doing life with people. And, um, it just made it where I, you know, I, I never want to be a rock star. I just want to, I just want to hang with people. I love mm. people. And that all comes from, from mercy me showing me how to do that. Man. Pretty inspiring stuff uh, right there from Mr. Rhett Walker. You know, you talk about the great story of the song believer, how much it is meant to your personal story. Do you allow yourself to have favorite songs as an artist, or is it essentially like choosing a favorite child? You just can't really do it. Oh, like a one of my own? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, that's, uh, yeah, that's hard. I don't really have favorite <laughs> songs. And it's somewhat like kids, yeah. You like, you know, you kind of love them all. Exactly. But I'm used, by the time y'all are hearing like gospel song, I'm usually hyped about. A nut, like the next single. Of course, yep. Of course. And so I've listened to gospel song a billion times and, you know, done mixed tweaks a million and one times. 
<laughs> so by the time it's on radio, I've heard it so much. It's like, oh, that's cool. Um, and like, I'm, I'm bugging management. Like, all right, hey, what if we just drop this song? Like, we ain't got to tell anybody it's the next single, but let's just let them hear it. And they're always like, you know, hey, slow down. Let's actually work this song first. I just, I get hyped real easy over whatever the next thing is. Right. And I'm just, I'm ready to put it out yesterday. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I totally understand. Oh, brother. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And after all the excitement of houses sold, houses purchased, <laughs> locksmiths. And uh, it's just so great to talk with you today. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for your story, brother. Mr. Red Walker, the recording artist behind hits like Believer. When Mercy Found Me, and the latest gospel song. Sir, what is the best place to begin the voyage to pick up a copy of the latest music and to follow you as well? Because I know on social media, you are a highly entertaining figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you won't get any smarter, but you'll have fun. Um, <laughs> but it's at Rhett Walker everything, you know, at Rhett Walker on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and Facebook and RhettWalker.com if you get lost. You know, I get shows and music and all the good stuff. Hey, thank you so much for being here, buddy. It really was a pleasure to have you today. Uh, thank you. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com.